What is up, Still Studians? Happy Wednesday. Welcome to episode number 288 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today here on a new study session. Got a great show for you today. Going to catch you up in all the Steelers news and then get into the third part of my quarterback series that I've been doing week long where I'm looking at the college statistics of the players. Tomorrow we're going to be looking at the high school statistics. We are going deep. But as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. I would love to connect with you. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect with that. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. We are going to be recording on Thursday, and that episode will either be out Thursday night or Friday morning, so be sure to check that out. Jim is super insightful and knowledgeable about your Pittsburgh Steelers, having covered the team since 1995. He tells it like it is, and you don't want to miss it. So again, just a couple updates here. Steelers news, things are rolling along. Today is April 13th. We are now 20, not 25 days, 15 days away from the first round of the NFL draft where your Pittsburgh Steelers will select 20th overall. The top five quarterback prospects and even quarterbacks outside of that top five continue to come in for visits In Pittsburgh, Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell were here this week. Carson Strong is going to come in. So is Matt Corral. Interesting bit of news is that Brett Michaels of Poison fame. Yes, big Steelers fan. You guys know who I'm talking about. Poison, glam band, 80s hair metal is somehow connected with the Matt Corral family and has been advocating with the Steelers brass and the Roonies for them to draft Corral because he believes in this kid and what he can do. So that was pretty interesting to to hear that piece of news. Go Google it. You could read about it. Interesting piece. It sounds as if the Steelers are still in the running to land Tyron Matthew and that potentially he could come become a Steeler. He has not signed anywhere yet. Again, if he is signed, that's going to make that safety tandem the best in the NFL. The Honey Badger and Minka Fitzpatrick, the damage they could do, that would be one ball hawking secondary. But we'll see if that happens. Still no strong safety sign yet. Terrell Edmonds has not signed with anyone, but hopefully we get some clarity around that position soon. And also, too, at the wide receiver position, no vet has yet to be signed. It's looking more and more like they potentially will go into the draft with a need for two wide receivers. 
We will continue to monitor that and update you as we go. And then finally, just a brief update. Center J.C. Hosnauer signed his exclusive rights tender. So he will be back with the team. He stepped in whenever Kendrick Green was benched, injured, whatever you want to call it. Played admirably. He's a nice depth piece for this team. So it's good to see that he is coming back to your Pittsburgh Steelers. So studying today, I released the college statistics analysis of the top five QBs. You can check it out on the site. This is part of a seven-day series where I am looking at all elements of these quarterbacks to try and give you the most clear understanding of what each player could potentially bring to your Pittsburgh Steelers. And today I take a look at the passing statistics and I point out a few things that maybe aren't evident right away when you look at the data tables on the site. And I start by looking at the average number of dropbacks before a sack. Now, anytime we look at statistics, we have to know the context. And so you can't look at this and just draw hard conclusions and say, oh, well, because Kenny Pickett threw for the most yardage out of these five players, he's the best quarterback. No, because every player has varying degrees of talent around him. They have different qualities of offensive lines. They have different types of styles of offenses that they run. They play against different levels of competition. So those things need to be kept in mind. But looking at the average number of drops, dropbacks before a sack, not surprisingly, but Malik Willis, every nine dropbacks, and Sam Howell, every 10 dropbacks, was taken down for a sack. On the flip side of that, you have Kenny Pickett, whom every 18 dropbacks, he was sacked. And the lowest out of that group is Matt Corral. Every, or excuse me, Pickett was the lowest of that group. And then you have Ritter every 16 dropbacks, Corral every 15 dropbacks. Now, in terms of Willis, and how we know that they both had atrocious offensive lines this past season. And if you go back to Willis's first year as a starter, that wasn't a great offensive line there. But also with Howell too, he has a tendency to always try and keep the play alive and to look for that deep shot down the field. The statistics bear that out that he is sacked every 10 dropbacks. He's been sacked 117 times in college. That'll have to be cleaned up in the NFL. He's going to have to learn to live to fight another day. I also took a look at the average yards per completion. Howell, and it's no surprise here because he has the highest yards per attempt. Per completion, 14.4 yards. Coming in behind him, Corral at 13.4 and Willis at 13.3. Pickett's at the bottom of that list, 12 yards per completion. Again, that number aligns with Howell's down the field attacking. And how about the number of attempts before an interception? So for Willis, every 34 attempts, he throws a pick. The safest quarterback in terms of least number of interceptions thrown per dropbacks Kenny Pickett. So 
if you look at a combination of how frequently Malik Willis is sacked every nine dropbacks and he throws in an interception every 34 throws, that could be cause for concern for teams. And this speaks to the unevenness and inconsistencies in his games and one of the elements that is going to have to be cleaned up if he is to thrive and succeed as an NFL quarterback. In terms of accuracy, Matt Corral leads the group 67.3 completion percentage. The other prospects fall in between 62 and 63%. Corral, as you'll see tomorrow when I go into the high school statistics, has been an accurate quarterback since he began playing football. You heard me talk about his natural innate talent as a QB. He has a feel for the game that bears out in his completion percentage. And then finally, one of the last things I point out with this data set in terms of the passing numbers is that Sam Howell, with fewer attempts than both Kenny Pickett and Desmond Ritter, nearly put up more productive statistics in terms of yardage and touchdowns. So again, just pointing to his explosiveness, his willingness to attack down the field, Again, as I've been digging further into these prospects, Sam Howell is slowly, slowly, slowly growing on me. I am becoming a proponent of his. Next, taking a look at the rushing. These statistics are available for you so you can compare. Nobody had more carries out of the top five than Desmond Ritter. That makes sense considering he was a four-year starter and his statistics closely mirror those of Willis. But it took him more carries to get to the 2,000-plus yards that he put up in college. Willis needed 144 less carries to hit his tally of 2,131 yards. And that just shows the athleticism and explosiveness he brings to the position. No, no surprise that Pickett and Howell averaged the fewest yards per carry. But they still generated 37 rushing touchdowns between them. And while they are not a threat like a Willis, Ritter, or Corral, they can pull it down and scramble when the play breaks down. They don't have that every down threat of going yard, but they do require defenses to take account for their scrambling ability. And I think of Justin Herbert last year and what he did to the Steelers in that game against the Chargers or even Joe Burrow. That's more in line with what these players provide as opposed to a Ritter, a Willis, and a corral. But regardless, all five of these guys have mobility. They could pull it down and run. They're going to bring that type of threat to the game and they will enhance, excuse me, they have the potential to enhance whichever offense they are playing in. So there you have it, the college statistic breakdown. And really the, the point of it is to put those statistics in those tables for you to look at for you to draw your own conclusions as you educate yourself and try to study up on these QBs before the Steelers enter that first round on the 28th. Again, I will be back tomorrow with a look at the high school statistics. And then on Friday, the synthesis and putting all of it together into a categorical analysis to rank the QBs in terms of who possesses which traits and at what degrees. 
and then my rankings will come out followed by my mock draft 5.0 so be sure to check that out and studying 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 that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 288 of the study session my gratitude and appreciation to Yin's guys, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. Hope you are having an amazing week here this Wednesday, April 12th. Spring has sprung. It's a holiday weekend. Make sure you're taking some time to pause and reflect and appreciate everything in your life. Get out there and do something positive and kind for those people you love or even for a stranger. Let's spread some positivity and goodwill in this world. You can spread some goodwill my way if you can comment on the articles. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. And can I ask for one favor today? One favor. Please, please, please share this podcast with one of your family members or friends. Help me spread the message of the Still Study. Get my work out there. I love what I do and I hope you can help me with that today. And in the meantime... And in between time, let me leave you with this. Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great Wednesday.